as you know, for those that do not know me, I am your beautiful host, Hiram Roche. I am truly, truly, truly excited about this because I believe that what I'm going to share with us tonight um, is going to be something that is going to be a life-changing thing. Uh, this word that I'm going to be able to give is something that's really been brewing and stirring in me, but I know that it is going to be effective for you to be able to be who you are created to be. Today, I actually want to talk about something specific, and that is that you are created to create. Again, I'm going to say it again. You are created to create. So let's get right into it. So I don't waste your time and I don't want to waste God's time. So let's dive right into this context. So in Genesis chapter one is where we're going to look at Genesis chapter one. I want to read the first two verses. That is verse one and verses two. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was, was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, I want to specifically tie in and look into verses 2. Hey, Stu, I see you, sir. Um, verses 2, it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, where we see here, or what we see here specifically, is God doing something that is very powerful, and that is creating. In this moment, we see that God creates something out of specifically nothing. There is nothing at this moment that is there. There is nothing nothing that is tangible at this time. The Bible specifically says that it is without form and void and darkness was filling the earth. So there was nothing there. But in this moment, we see that God creates something out of nothing. And so what I want to make sure that we hear tonight and be able to understand tonight is what God is telling and speaking to all of us. And that is that you are created to create. Now, throughout these different podcasts, what you will be able to hear on um, these next couple podcasts, I'm specifically wanting to give unto us some tools that will help us understand this power-packed under this power-packed thing that we have within our own selves, and that is our creative being. So in this creative mode, what I want us to deal with, I want to dig right into it because I want to give us some tools that will allow and help us to be able to to do what we do, and that is to create. So let's look back at this verse again, and I want to just take the time and break it down. Uh, verses two again, it says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, let's look at this and make it a practical conversation. The earth was without form and void. There was darkness that was upon the face of the deep. In our own lives, there are areas, now I'm not just talking about um, in lives of just one facet of your life, but across the board, there are always going to be areas in our lives where we have this moment or we have this piece of where we we have dark areas in our lives, where, where we feel like in this specific portion of our lives, there is nothing brewing, there's nothing happening in our relationships or in our businesses, in our churches, whatever it might be, we have all these different areas 
areas of our lives. And sometimes it can look like we have this portion of our lives that is not doing anything. It's not moving nowhere. It's not going nowhere. It's nothing happening. Or you can be in this moment where it's a dark situation where you cannot see anything further than where you are. You cannot be able to watch or look at anything farther than where you are in this moment. And it's so it's a dark area. But I love this context because it brings me to a question of why the Spirit of God had to hover. Now, the next verse, which we'll deal with on the next podcast, but the next verse actually starts dealing with God creating. God now moving into this flow of creation. But in this verse specifically, before he starts creating, it lets us know that the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep. Now, now some context says hover. This specifically context in the King James Version, it says that he moved upon the face of the waters. And so what we want to get an understanding of is why. Why did he feel, why did the Spirit of God feel like he needed to hover over or move over the face of the deep or over the waters? For us to get a clear understanding, we need to look at Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 11. Now I'm going to read it. And so we can get an understanding of this. I'm going to take my glasses off because this is, um, I'm very excited about this. I'm a little um, nervous at the same time, but very excited. I'm nervous because I want to make sure that our people, that people understand this because there's so many times being very honest where we, we, we lack this, this flow and strength because we don't understand how God created us to do this. There's the, the passion for me with this is making sure that God's people or people in general understand that not that you don't have to stay in dark moments. You you don't have to stay in a box life. If God give you given you this gift and this ability to be able to create, he gave you this ability so you can be able to make something happen. And so what I want to make sure is clearly understood through this concept is I want to make sure that in this, that you see something that you've never seen before, that you start functioning in something that you've never functioned in before, that you start walking out of the boundaries that you've been keeping yourself in. Because in those moments, the reason why sometimes we cannot start walking in this thing the way that God ordained it to be for our lives is because we limit ourselves by the box that we're in. And we try to figure out again why we have no vision for the future, why we can't see anything past our our specific scenario or situations in life. And it's only because we're not functioning in our creativity. I'm going to deal with some more later, but I want to make sure that we get this because our creative gene that God has given unto us is something that is very powerful, but it needs to be focused. So let's look at this in Deuteronomy 32 verses 11. It says this, As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, and spreadeth abroad her wings, she taketh them, beareth them on her wings. I'm going to read it again, and I'm going to break this down so we understand this. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, 
fluttereth over her young and spreadeth abroad her wings. She taketh them, beareth them on her wing. Now, what, what does this actually mean? What, what is this context really talking to us about? What it's showing us is giving us an example of what the Spirit of God was doing when he was moving over the face of the waters, when he, when he was hovering over. It's giving us a clear example of what was transpiring in this moment. Now, what is transpiring? The first thing that we see here that it says, it says that it stirreth up its nest. It, it, it does, it starts to stir the, the eaglets up. It's doing something specific. I want you to hear this. Then it says it flutters over her young. Now, these two things is very important because what ends up happening is, or what is specifically happening in this moment is what the spirit of God was doing is what happens now. He does, the first thing that I want to deal with is he inspires us. We all in our lives, we all are inspired by something. I, I was having a conversation with my, with one of my closest cousins, um, Travis Threats, And as we were talking, we were talking actually about inspiration. In the context of our conversation, he made a point that I believe is very powerful and will help us with this context of inspire or inspiration. And that is we are inspired by the five senses. Now, if you don't know what your five senses is, we'll have, we'll have another side conversation, but our five senses is dealing with our hearing, our seeing, our feeling, our touch, and our smell. Again, these are our five senses. And in our five senses, we gain inspiration. We gain inspiration for doing things, for creating things, for making things happen. We are inspired. For example, as I was studying, I started looking at different people that were inspired to do different things, like the man that was inspired to create a bike or the man that was inspired to, to create the first car, or, or for some of my ladies, the, 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 the man, that, the woman that was created or inspired to be able to create the first iron, the first press, the iron press for your hair, so you can get your hair nice and straight. It, it, it was something that happened that inspired them to be able to do this creative thing that had never been Done. So, so in this moment that we see this, we deal with first the inspiration. Now, I want to be able to give us some clues or some, some definitions so that we can have a clear understanding of the direction that we're going to go. So inspiration is something that makes someone want to do something. Simply put, is something that makes someone want to do something or that gives someone an idea about what to do or create. I'm going to read it again. Something that makes someone want to do something or that gives someone an idea about what to do or create. So in this moment, what happens is we gain inspiration. We, we become inspired to be able to do something or create something. So if, if, if we come, if the first portion of our creativity comes from our inspiration, the question that I ask is this, what are you inspired? What inspires you? What are you inspired to do? 
Some people are inspired to, um, to, to paint. Some people are inspired to, to put, create a business for, for different things. Some are inspired by preaching. Some, some are inspired by, by watching or seeing someone that is broken. It inspires them to be able to want to help. Somebody is inspired by a food dish. It, it, somebody is inspired by, by seeing a child playing. Somebody is inspired by different things. But the question that we have to ask ourselves, first of all, is is what you what inspires you what is your inspiration what inspires you to do what you do and if we do not have this first understanding of our inspiration then what happens is we cannot create so again we're dealing with this creativity because it's going to help us what inspires you now the thing the next thing that we recognize in in this in this forum of Deuteronomy 32 and 11 is when not only did the eagle inspire or stir up inspire the eaglets but it inspired it for a purpose now, it didn't inspire it just to, ins just to give it inspiration. No, it was inspiring it or stirring up the nest so that they could be able to fly. And so if they didn't, if, if there was no inspiration, if there was no stirring up, then, then the purpose of why they were created would not be fulfilled. They, they were created to soar. They, they were created to fly, but they needed to be inspired. So their inspiration, they were inspired for a purpose. Now I'm saying that intentionally because it's not per se that we are inspired with a purpose. No, we are inspired for a specific purpose. That's why we are dealing with this context because again, we want to stay focused on the things that God wants us to do. And so in this context, what I want to now deal with is something that I believe is very powerful. It moves us from inspiration after we are inspired for a purpose, then what happens is we are in that inspiration, we tap into imagination. Now, uh, my pastor taught a message, and in this message, what he dealt with was the mastery of meditation. In the mastery of meditation, which that is a whole nother type of podcast um, that we can be able to talk about this, but in the mastery of meditation, he dealt with inspiration, not only inspiration, but imagination. And in this imagination, what it does is it helps us imagine what a thing could be like. Now, I, I want to make sure that we be, be able to understand this. As a child, you imagine many things. You, you used to imagine, you know, your toy was a gun, even though it was just a stick. You, you used to imagine being able to fly like a rocket, even though you were still sitting on the couch or on the edge of your bed. It, your imagination was brewing, and it, it was something that was so beautiful. And one of the things that my pastor brought out in the context of his message is that we are the only being. We are the only creative beings that God created that has an imagination. Now, I believe that our imagination taps into another realm. It taps into something that allows us to be able to see the unseen. Now, before I dig into this, I want us to be able to see this. Um, I want us to be able to see something that is very powerful, and that is in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 3. Hebrews chapter 11, it says this, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, 
so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Again, I'm going to read this again. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I see you, Ian. What you're saying? Inspiration tells us why, which moves us to create something that satisfies the inspiration. That is a good point, my friend. But again, I'm going to go back to this because I want to make sure that we understand this. So again, we have, we have the one piece of dealing with our inspiration. Now we're dealing with our imagination. Now I want us to be able to read this or hear this. Uh, Napoleon Hill said this in a, in a very powerful book that I've read. It's called Think and grow rich. This is a quote by him in this book. It says, the imagination is literally the workshop wherein our fashion plan, all plans created by man. The impulse, the desires is given shape, form, and action through the aid of the imaginative faculties of the mind. It has been said that a man can create anything which he can imagine. I want to read that last quote, last piece of that quote because it's very powerful and I'm going to tie all this in. It says, it has been said that a man can create anything which he can imagine. Because why? Again, the imagination, according to even what we read in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 3, it, the B portion of it, it says, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, meaning that there is things that are not appearing to us, the things that we have not seen yet. There are things that are in a whole nother dimension of the world that we have not seen that when we imagine when we tap into our imagination, it takes us to a place where we can see the unseen, where we can be able to imagine what a thing could be. We are able to see how a marriage could be. We are able to see how our business could be. We are able to see how we can walk in that dream. We are able to see how things can be and puzzles start to be put together in the imagination. In the imagination, things we are able to start seeing things form in the imagination, which helps us to create. And I'm going to deal with this, but I want to read this definition of imagination so we can have this picture. Imagination is the ability to imagine things that are not real. <laughs> I love this. It is the ability to imagine things that are not real. The ability to form a picture in your mind of something that you have not seen or experienced. It is the ability to think of new things. This is what creativity is. It's this one portion that is very powerful that we see God doing is God starts to take his imagination and imagine what a thing could be. He started to use his imagination through the spirit of God moving over the earth. His imagination, his inspiration kicks in. His imagination starts to go. And as he's imagining what these things could be, he's now seeing them in another realm and and now bringing them into the creative form of what now is tangible. That's your creativity. 
Your creativity or what you create, what has been created, this, this couch, the couch that I'm sitting on, this phone or this internet that you are watching this on, if you're watching this on your phone or your tablet, it was in somebody's imagination and it moved from their imagination and they brought it into the real world and the world that we live in and they created it, but they created it first and their imagination. So we are inspired. We become inspired by something which moves us into a place of imagination. But again, remember, we are inspired for a purpose. And our purpose helps in our imagination. Now, I want to be able to tie this in because I want us to understand what is purpose. The purpose is the reason why something is done or used, the aim or goal of a person. I'm going to read it again. The reason why something is done or used, it's the aim or goal of a person. Now, what was God's aim when he started to create, when he became inspired? When he started to imagine and he started to create everything, what was his purpose? What was his aim? What was his goal? Why was he creating all of these things? It is simple. He was creating it for you. He was creating it for me. And what we're going to see in these next couple podcasts is how God took his time to be able to create these things, to be able to put these things together. But again, he started from what inspired him. It started from his inspiration and his inspiration had a purpose. It was for a purpose. He was, his imagination was focused. It wasn't all over the place. And sometimes what happens is, surely when we're dealing with people of creativity or dealing with this creative gene, sometimes what can happen is we, we start tapping into our imagination and because we're not focused, we're not, we don't have a specific purpose of what we're imagining for, what we're inspired for, what we're trying to create for, what happens is we start creating all these, going to this, this full-blown imagination of things that do not even go with what you're trying to create. For example, um, I was uh, I was I was preparing as I was looking at this. One of the things for me is always going to be as I want to apply what I teach. I want to make sure that I am living the very thing that I'm teaching. It. If I'm not living it, I'm not trying to teach it because I don't believe that that is true or authentic. So what I what I wanted to do is as I was studying this, I became inspired. I became inspired by some things and I was looking at some things and my, my inspiration started to go. I, I closed my eyes. I took some time and I sat back and I started to imagine in different areas of my life. What could I do? What, what creative thing could be able to transpire? What creative thing could be able to, to move in this moment? Now, now, what happens in this time? Because again, it is your imagination that is now taking place. Sometimes what happens is we, we cannot go into our imagination to create correctly because we have so many things that are distracting us. 
We have so many things that are going on in our mind. Now, again, your imagination deals with your mind. And so when we start going through this thing, we have to focus. What do I want to, what am I trying to do it for? I want to imagine something for my marriage. I want to imagine something for, for my children. I want, I want to imagine something for the church. I want, I want to imagine something for this. I want to be specific in my imagination. So I started to imagine it wasn't something grand. It wasn't something, something out of this world. It was simple. I wanted to imagine something that I could do for my wife. In that imagination, I started to see a collage of different things, of, of pictures that I could be able to. My wife, she's a graphic designer, and, and in the graphic design, one of the greatest things is they have to use their imagination. They they have they find something that inspires them and, and they go through the same process of what I'm telling you now before they can actually create something that the world would see. It's it's a process of inspiration, of imagination, and creativity. It's, it's the same process, but sometimes just even in those people that do graphic designs and, and do paintings and different things, you can get in a moment where you can be able to not see. You can, you, you're inspired. You're, you're trying to find the specific thing that can inspire you to be able to get this, this motor running because that's the beginning starting place. So I wanted to create something for her and, and I created something, a, a, a little booklet, nothing big, a little booklet with different pictures and different graphics that will be able to, she can be able to open up and look into and be able to see and be able to use as a tool to inspire her to do what she loves to do. So in that same form, I, I saw how inspiration birthed my imagination, but it was focused for a specific purpose and then I was able to create now, I know you're saying, now, Hiram, wait a minute. Now, that was just a booklet. I'm trying to create a business or I'm trying to create this new thing for my church. I, I'm trying to create this new thing for my relationship or I'm in school. How can I be creative in these different things? It does not, your creativity is not limited. The only limitations that your creativity has is the limits that you place on it. Now, when I say make it, make sure that your creativity or your imagination and your inspiration is focused, it's not limiting it. It's making it more precise. It's making it more effective. You're specific in what you do. So with this podcast, I want you Every person that is listening, every person that will listen, because I know that the people that are on here that are listening now, you're going to share this with people that you know that need this type of moment to understand that what you are here to do is to create. But you just need the tools to understand that you need inspiration. <laughs> you need imagination. But make sure that you are doing this with a focused position and a focused purpose so that you can be able to create. Create something powerful. Create something life-changing. But I love this piece and I want to end off with this piece so we can all understand this. That when God created it, he did not create it for him. So what that shows me is that shows me that even though I'm inspired, 
Even though I have the imagination that can be able to see what a thing could be like, something new, something that I've never seen before, or I've never seen it this type of way. And I take all of those things in a focused position and I create this thing. I came to understand that what I create is not for me. What I create is for the people that was chosen to take advantage of what he gave me to create. God created the heavens and the earth. He made everything that we see, everything that we stand upon, everything that we enjoy, the things that we have that we have now taken for granted in life. He's created all of those things, but he did not create it for him. He created for what inspired him. And that was us. He created it for when his imagination took over. He, he, he had a thought process in his mind of what this would do for you and me. So when we are inspired, when we tap into our imagination, and again, that we focus it for a specific purpose, why are we doing this? We will create something that will be life changing for the people that it will impact. So thank you for logging on from Facebook Live, those that will listen to this on the podcast. I want to say thank you for listening to Focus on Greatness, number one podcast. And I pray that this has been a blessing to you as it's been a blessing to me. Please make sure that you share this with every friend, every family member that you know, and make sure that if you're listening to this on the podcast, on iTunes or any other face, please make sure that you're subscribing to this. And I love every single one of y'all and thank y'all for coming on and y'all have a blessed day.